0: Welcome to Hail Varsity Radio, the voice of Husker Nation. Insight, opinion, expertise, with the biggest and best names talking Nebraska across the state. Join the show on Twitter at HVarsity Radio. Call in at 402 489 1240 or at 800 825 5865. Here's Chris Schmidt and Elijah Erbal.
1: Welcome to it. Great to be with you on a Monday. It's Hale Varsity Radio, presented by Currency. For all your equipment financing needs, Go Currency! can uh, watch the show and stream us as always, KFORnow.com. Husker Baseball going on up on our uh, affiliate 590. We'll get you caught up with Husker Baseball thoughts. It's not been good uh, that's not uttered that often. San Diego equal bad. No, not usually, but it's been that way for Husker baseball. But man, Husker basketball, you are still smiling. You are still grinning with an overtime adventure against Maryland, seventy to sixty-six. PBA was incredible. We'll uh, hear about that uh, from Coach Hoyberg. Bo Reed will stop by get his take on just the the transition. Uh, this team has had to make, and they've well really done a, a just an incredible job their last seven. I know they're four and three, but it's about how they've done their work. Short, uh, short-handed, undermanned, and they just keep fighting. Numbers to get in today at 402-489-1240. 402-489-1240 if you want to join the show, or can send an email chris at Varsity. Stream us, Hale Varsity YouTube channel. You can watch the show with Hale Varsity's Twitter, at Radio, And, of course, uh, on the KFOR Twitter handle. Elijah, man, uh, there's been a a lot of moments in PBA. There's a lot of moments in Nebraska basketball where uh, you're you're in that, that pressure cooker environment. You feel and feed off the energy, the fan base, wants it and wants to will it so bad and you have a basketball team that is reciprocating with effort, intelligence, heart, toughness, grit. I mean, go through all the superlatives and I know Maryland's a a seven seed right now, but you've seen this team time and time again, undermanned, rise to the occasion. Uh, There's a a movie scene that's pretty famous and it's on... It feels like twenty four seven. And that is Christmas vacation. Christmas vacation where cousin Eddie's shopping with Clark at Walmart. And <laughs> Clark's like, look, we wanna we wanna help you out this Christmas season, Ed. You know, Eddie's reaching for snotz's alpo, right? He's breaking glass ornaments that uh, Clark had picked out for the tree and you hear all this glass breaking and Eddie's grabbing 40 pound after 40 pound bag of dog food and throwing it in the cart and uh Ed we're gonna get you uh Christmas this year and and cousin Eddie knew that that Clark's a sucker so he had a list he had a list for you (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Clark gets get something for you real nice but it's a real nice surprise and, and Nebraska basketball keeps surprising and maybe they'll just turn you into believers don't know there's still three games left um, you have a road trip to Iowa. To end the year, Sparty comes in the 28th. We'll be down at Rosie's downtown Lincoln for that on the 28th. And, of course, you got some breathing room between now and Minnesota. Minnesota is a team that you need to beat, right? Don't rest on your laurels. Keep the intensity. Uh, But, man, what a ball game. And you had heroes. You had Derek Walker from the free-throw line. Derek Walker in ISO. You had uh, Sam Griesel uh, really kind of take over. Uh, the latter part of regulation. And you had Sam Hoiberg, who's not just, oh, what a sweet, cute story. It's the coach's kid. He's a good basketball player, and he's a smart basketball player. And he gives up his body. He uses his mind, and he's hit some big shots when given moments, nine points off the bench. Uh, Kata has been a man down low. And whether you're getting two minutes or 12 minutes off this Nebraska bench, they have, uh, as a unit, they've been so cohesive. Kisei tomanaga has been on a mother of a heater, uh, equaling what Ty Lue has done and the, the first Husker to have five straight 20-point games. But it was awesome, man. It was awesome. I went yesterday. Big thanks and shout-out to Calvin uh, for, for hooking me and Cousin Nate up with tickets. Saw Navat, saw a bunch of folks that like listening to the show. It was It was awesome to be down there and experience it because when Nebraska basketball gets hot there is nothing like it football's football baseball is is clearly important and a lot of fun but when Nebraska basketball is winning and they're doing some special things Man, there, there is nothing like that energy inside PBA, and you got to experience it, uh, hopefully, in person at PBA or uh, the great Kevin Kugler and, and Nick Baugh calling it on FS1 yesterday. But, man, that was, that was a good time. That was an absolute good time, and Nebraska continues to reward. I'm going to say this. You can call it a hot take. You can say I'm caught up in the moment. Have you ever had a Coach of the Year given – to somebody who's 500 and, uh, overall and, and below 500 or right at 500 in league play. Can we talk about that for a second? We, we've gone from, well, is Fred going to get another year to, oh, wow, they won at Rutgers. Oh, huh, they came back from 17 down against Wisconsin. Hey, they beat Penn State. They've gone from kind of surprising you that they won that, to now how have they done that? And, and I think your your coach of the year front runners are, are probably... It's got to be Chris Collins. Chris, Chris yeah. Collins, right. Maryland was picked 10th in the league preseason. Okay, uh, Painter's always going to get votes because Purdue's money. Uh, Mike Woodson, Indiana. Indiana's kind of restored what they've been. They're a lot tougher of a team than they've typically been. But I think if you go peer-to-peer... It isn't even a contest. I think if you go poll coaches in the Big Ten, who does your vote go to? It's Fred Hoiberg. They get it. They get the injury situation. They get the, the roster and um, the, the management that's had to go into this. They understand it. it. He'd win in a landslide, and he deserves it at this point in the season. Right now, I know there's three games left, but if you go poll the rest of the Big Ten – They are going to absolutely, I would bet money, your money and mine, Elijah, they they would give Fred Hoiberg the nog. What he's done and what this team has done is incredible. It's one win. I know they've won three straight. There's the moment we can be caught up in, but enjoy it. It's fun. It hasn't happened all that often, but you feel like things have truly shifted and you're happy for this team. You're excited for next Saturday. You're excited for Sparty on a week from tomorrow. And uh, we'll see where things are uh, with with Iowa at the end of the year. If they could get to 500, the NIT, that'd be awesome. Uh, Dreaming even bigger with a uh, Jimmy V tribute. Uh, 40 years later. Who knows? Well, you'd have to go do something pretty special in the Big you, Ten tournament for that to happen. No, you you, you, have to, you have
0: to win out the regular season then probably and then, get and then at least out. two. You, you were talking about an eight-game heater. <laughs> this team's hot. No, this, I know. This team's hot, and, and as you said, I, I'm not sure I'd go far, as far as to say Coach Hoiberg deserves Coach of the Year in the Big Ten as right now, but he at least deserves
1: Coach of the Month of February. With, and with I'm the With, roster, you. with the, I mean, listen, am I, am, I, am I too in the moment here? I'm sorry, but listen they're screwed. They've been screwed with their two best defenders. Who do they got on offense? Kise's gotten hot, and that's kind of been miraculous. Like, he's been a role guy. Well, let's not forget
0: that the fact that two injuries potentially derailing your entire season is also a little bit of an indictment of the coaching staff because bringing in talent is a part of being coach of right, the year. You, sh-
1: you shouldn't but, be screwed But based you've on been here four years. But I get it. Based get
0: on it. the talent that he has, the coaching job Fred Hoiberg has done, he, he's done the best coaching job in the Big Ten. I don't think that's contestable right now, but there are other factors to that coach of the year discussion. I'll just say I think Fred Hoiberg at least deserves coach of the month of February. I think that's a fair down-the-middle saying, assessment. pump the brake, Schmidt. Uh, I'm just saying that the fact that – that this roster looks how it does right now in year four is an indictment of of, of Fred Hoiberg's tenure you, in Nebraska. You, you
1: better make some chicken salad is what you're telling me? That's
0: basically what I'm saying, <laughs> yeah. Is you, you better make some chicken salad with what you, what you got. And, he, and that, he's done That's that. That's so good. He's done that. He has done that That's, in the month of February. He's got fun. this team playing um, incredibly. And whenever you watch a game like yesterday, the talent differential, which I believe to 100% be there. I believe in Maryland is a Maryland much better basketball team Gr- than Nebraska. But based, if you just watched that, if you didn't have any context of the season, if you couldn't see the records down in the score bug, if you had no idea what was going on before the season and you watched that game yesterday... I think nine out of ten fans would say, "Yeah, Nebraska was the better team. They, they got the win. They had the home crowd, and they looked better most of the way through. Aside
1: from a stretch uh, about seventeen minutes to eight minutes in, in, in the eight, second in half, eight minute stretch of no baskets. Yes. You, you go three of sixteen from three point land when, when your two
0: remaining best players, Grease and Walker, have to go to the bench. Which again, well, foul trouble again, mm-hmm. a, a bit of an indictment on the coaching staff. But that's not where I want to go you here fixed because it.
1: you fixed it you because f- you're f- able
0: to build a roster that." plays in a way that represents the state of Nebraska. Something I said last week where the state of Nebraska is proud of this basketball team. You know why they're showing up in droves for a sub-500 team? Because of the way that Fred Hoiberg has those guys playing. And let's not just give all the credit to Fred Hoiberg. It's the way these guys have responded as well. Mm-hmm. It would have been easy to roll over with Bandamel and Gary going out and then you go on a losing streak. You know what? You roll over. You say – this, this Hoiberg experiment at Nebraska is done for. I'm going to start getting ready for my next stop. This team didn't roll over. They bought back in. They doubled down on the intensity. They changed the entire way that they play basketball, really, from pre-Gary and Bandamel to post-Gary and Bandamel, And they've started reeling off wins yet again. That's what's made Nebraska so proud of this team is despite the adversity of this season, despite everyone telling them, you know what, you're not good enough this season. The roster is just not good enough for you to be competitive in the Big Ten. Despite all of that, they are remaining competitive in the Big Ten, and they hold their postseason hopes in their own hands with three regular season games left in the Big Ten tournament. And if you would have told me that three weeks ago, I would have called you crazy.
1: You would have called you crazy. You would have called me crazy. You would have asked for a drug test. I mean, there's a lot of things that give the the man a breathalyzer uh, with that crazy hot take. (laughs) Hey, Nebraska's going to rally the troops. They're going to do it with subs. Yeah, no, they're going to do it with uh, some duct tape and bi- bailing wire, and they're going to go full MacGyver in the month of February. They're going to do it with guys you've been bemoaning all year long, too. C.J. Wiltshire hasn't been the guy that you thought he would Good be. Good for
0: him, he, though. He gets back on track. He's He's been the score that we thought he was whenever he was coming to Nebraska. Uh, Sam Greasel's been that steadying force. Then you get impact off the bench with guys like Jamarcus Lawrence, with guys like Blaze. I mean, it's, it's been phenomenal what we've seen over the past couple of weeks.
1: 402 489 1240. 489 1240. Am I nuts? Do you think Coach Hoiberg deserves some Coach of the Year discussion? Or are you uh, going to tell me, let's get back to that at the end of February and into March? We'll see how the season finishes out. But we'll hear from Bo Reed, Husker Hall of Famer, get his take on what he's seen from this big red squad. And. Uh, It it looked bleak there with the scoring drought. It was a nice first half. They were up seven points. But the the big thing is with uh, Nebraska, they they won the, the basketball game at the free throw line. They won it with toughness and rebounding. And then they just found ways to make plays. And that is... What you expect from teams that are loaded with NBA talent. Well, this team's got some guys that will play pro ball, I don't doubt. But they've been able to, to really lean on a guy like Walker to go make plays, let him do his thing off the, uh, the, uh, the nail. And then Greasel comes back in. Sam Hoiberg's making plays. Kise gets it going. And then Keita, again, is, is just uh, that guy. And they did it. They cleaned up the rebounding. They got after it rebounding, and then they also took a lot of charges. And I mean, they were they were legit charges. I mean, it was you needed a helmet and a mouthpiece in that ball game.
0: Well, the, the it stat, was this, absolutely physical. The stat that the TV broadcast brought up, which I hadn't even thought about this season, but Nebraska, in terms of blocks per game this season, is like two hundred ninetieth in the country. One more time, Nebraska in terms of blocks per game is like two hundred and ninety yeah, in the country. They, 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 they don't get blocks, but the the rate at which they take charges is one of the highest in the Big Ten, and, and that's where they make their their money interior on that defensive side of the ball. Um, and right now, I, I think, especially with what Michigan State looms and with what mm-hmm. Iowa looms with, I, I think the 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 hope moving forward is that Blaze, this little injury that we saw as he turned He's the gotta, ankle
1: again, and her off. Yeah, it, it,
0: you would hope that this is not going to be an issue where, I mean, we, we saw how much it kind of derailed his season when he mm-hmm. got injured back in December. You hope that this is a, a shorter term, just a little bit of a tweak, and he can get back because I think he's going to be a really, really important factor against Michigan State, especially. Gotta have him. And I don't want to overlook the Minnesota game
1: either, because that's going to be important. No, but Minnesota's going to come in and, and try and make you cry, ruin your season. Let's hear from Fred before we check in with Bo Reed uh, A little bit from Fred here, post game as a happy PBA that was just on fire yesterday.
2: The one thing I did see in the huddle, I, I thought I thought we were hanging our heads a little bit. And, you know, the big message, obviously, we went through a really rough patch when we had foul trouble by Sam and Derek. Those are two guys, obviously, that we run our offense through. Uh, Jamarcus was battling a little bit of an injury, so, you know, we had some very unorthodox lineups out there that hadn't really played together a lot. Uh, but we hung in there, and even though they went on their run, uh, they didn't separate to the point where we couldn't come back once we got those guys back in the game, and Uh, you know, the big message to them was get your heads up, get that swagger back that we were playing with and get back to doing what gave us some success and, you know, guys just made play after play and I was really impressed with uh, how they kept fighting. We were down eight with, I think, about seven minutes left and you know, free throw was fine. We won a game at the free throw line, which, you know, I haven't come into these press conferences and said that very often uh, here and then, uh, you know, Derek goes nine for 11 from the line. It was just uh, unbelievable. So, just really pleased how our guys kept their composure found a way to get back in it and you know just just make huge plays down the stretch
1: good time yesterday your sunday fun day uh, an exclamation point with nebraska basketball more on the big red Bo reed with us to tail varsity presented by currency